Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, germs and squirms, to your favorite, strangest, never on topic, far out of sight, out of mind, and out of pocket pocket cast. I'm Fletcher. This I'm Ed. Ed. What's up? Good jinx there. On myself, even. Yeah. <laughs> with jinx myself. on your name with yourself. Damn. That's, that's, that's almost a... Let it out. That's almost a trifecta. What would be the trifecta? With another Ed. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Two, two Eds. Two yeah, Eds jinxing themselves on the Ed. name. Oh, yeah. fuck. That'd be great. That would be... Oh, that'd be... The universe might collapse. <laughs> I'm sure it's <laughs> happened. And I'm sure it's happened with other names. I just want to be there when it happens. That would be cool. I didn't realize that would be a bucket list item for me, but... Yeah, that would be super cool. There it is. Do you remember when they had that meetup that was like... Was it the Josh's? The Josh meetup. Was that what it was? Whatever. Uh, if it wasn't Whatever Josh, it was something similar, yeah. That would be, like... It'd be fun. Especially for Edmund or Fletcher. Those are less common names than Josh. Which one do you think is more common between Edmund? us? Edmund? I don't know, because the yeah. Mund, you know, like... Yeah, there's a lot of variations. But obviously, it was popular enough at one point with the Edmund Fitzgerald being a ship's name. Sure, I sure. Feel like. I feel like there were a lot of Edmunds that went to very large wars on many continents. Mm. Um, fewer that just went to deserts. Are you saying there's more Fletchers that went to deserts? I wasn't meaning to imply it, but honestly... It so, wouldn't surprise me. I feel like your name is more name. common recently. I would more say, our, no, yeah, maybe there's the book, the Mutiny on the Bounty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fletcher Christensen is uh, like yeah. the captain on the ship, right? Right, he leads the. I don't know. He's in. He's a main character. Dude, Fletcher is definitely like a ship's like captain name. So ship captain's name. That book was at one point like extremely popular. The whole the story itself is. Oh like, yeah, dude. Know, I remember best pirate up. tale. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So I could see there being names coming out of that. You know, like how when Twilight came out, whether it be the book or the movie, I don't know. Oh, the Edward. Name Bella. Oh, and Bella for sure. Like that became like it went on like the most common names list. Dude, could you imagine growing up and then finding out like one, you were probably conceived because of these fucking movies, and two, your mom was such a basic bitch she fucking named you after the main protagonist. Yeah, the main like I could even I could see using the name of a town in your favorite book or movie. Something like that. Yeah. You know, something kind of offhand or re- relation to it. See, that's why that's why I get animals, dude. Because <laughs> I name them after all the fucking characters from everything all the time. Except for Kevin. Kevin was just Kevin. What about Jack? Jack is fr- from Jack O'Neill from Stargate. Can't forget Apophis, also from Stargate. Ah. I did not know those. Yeah. Well, that's, that's funny. Yeah. Cool. Speak of the devil, this motherfucker's going crazy. I uncovered all of his mice earlier, so he's just going nuts. So, in other words, our producer, you might be hearing bumping around in the background, kind of setting yeah. some things up. A little whisk, whisk. Meow, meow. Our producer? Yeah. <laughs> you mean you? No, Jack. Jack is the producer. Oh, Jack the producer. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yes. Shit, we're going to have to give him credits now? 
Yeah, because we do credits. No, I don't think we do. No, we do not. No, we don't. We don't do credits. Fuck credits. Fuck credits. We even tell you what game we played this week. <laughs> Give us a uh, slip five bucks into our Patreon account, and we'll tell you the name of the game we played. Subscribe, subscribe to the Patreon to know what we're talking about. <laughs> we're going to give you no context and just kind of go with it. We censored every third word. Um, subscribe to the Patreon if you want to hear the podcast in full. It'll be $25 a month. <laughs> we need your money. If you keep your resub on, you'll get a two two and a half buck discount. If you turn it off, non refundable. Ban your IP. Ban your IP. You're banned. Resub only. Uh, we played Metroid Prime Hunters. Hunters. Uh, Did you do any research on this game? Uh, beforehand or afterwards? Either way. Like, I mean, just. Yeah, I, I did. I did the earlier today, as I usually do before we record, but. Um, there's not a whole lot. It's it's like, hey, this is the game. This is like this is how it was received. It's a pretty straightforward. How was it Metroid received? Prime. It was like like a B B plus average. Okay. Yeah. It was it was a pretty positive. It must have been the one for the 3ds that got like mm. uh, the demo was like the, one of the most downloaded games on the 3ds i think it is oh shit or like yeah so yeah obviously it was 3ds then but the demo was highly praised but the game itself was a big flop damn do you remember it was i assume it was a prime game yeah i remember what it was prime or federation federation excuse me i think i've really seen much of it federation was like a like chibi version kind of of metroid Oh, okay. yeah, I'll show you. Yeah, I'll like you um, a uh, like a Final Fantasy Tactics. No, kind of. So, do you know Gundam well enough to know like the? I, and I don't know the name of this, but there's like there's a series of Gundams that are like small, like short. It's like the Mega Bloks version. Kind, of, yeah, yeah. It's the same. I don't, I don't remember which, like the name of the of the series but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so it's that same series or same series same comps concept okay but with metroid and i remember sense. it kind of being like about having like you're working with other hunters like you oh sure so similar to this game in that concept that there are actually rather than it just being aliens because i i don't know i'm not super familiar with metroid but in my mind and like i said i've never played it. this is the only prime game Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. So in my mind, this is the first time I've played a Metroid game where someone really shoots back. You know, like there, there's... Sure. You're, the, I mean, you're the, used the to the like, 2D scrollers, you. right? What's that? Sorry. You're like the 2D scrollers. That's what you're more accustomed to? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Like everything's... There's a lot of like scripted combat in the 2D side scrollers, right? Because each character has like its own attacks and it's mostly about like dodgy dodgy finding out what they're yeah yep um yeah no that's fair yeah dude uh i think prime does it pretty well again everything like you know each enemy is still gonna have like its own set pathing and the ars are usually pretty simplistic enough that you can they're like they're god um what's the term like when you um scripted well scripted for sure but it's when you can see telegraphing like telegraphed attacks. Okay. Um, like you know, Where you can kind of see what's coming and once you figure it's it out. Go and what yeah, the is to pick there's up a on. little bit of that to a certain extent, and there's a lot of like, 
uh, like phase fighting, right? So when you fight a mini boss or a boss, right? You, you get, get your phases. phases. Yeah, I definitely yeah. got a lot of Zelda vibes. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And this, I would say, out of so I've played Metroid Prime, Prime Echoes, and uh, Corruption. Can I interrupt you real quick? Yeah. Did you see where this falls in the release timeline? Uh, like, so I know it came out in 2006, and um, but the game itself uh, is supposed to happen between Prime and Prime Echoes. And so when did, did Prime come out then before this game, I think, no, obviously? I th- well, oh man, now I'm trying to think of when. It's 2006. No, yeah, it well, have to come out before it, right? I don't know when Echoes came out. But Prime, I mean. Prime just, would have definitely Metroid come Prime out already. Came out. Already, yeah. Um, I I had thought that Hunter came or Hunters came Hunter Hunters, Hunters. Yeah. I thought Hunters so. had come out after Echoes. Not a hundred percent sure. That was just kind of my gut feeling, I suppose. Um, but as far as the lore is concerned, it's supposed to take place in between. Although it's it's just like a side story. There's nothing. Um, like there's nothing to retcon in between. It's just right. like, oh, after Prime, this shit happened, and then Echoes. You know, yeah, but they're not really related. Between. Yeah, and this one is super formulaic. Like, you probably got the feeling for it. Like, go to a new place. I got very yeah. Yeah, kind of uh, find of it, the honestly. find the three what um, artifacts yeah. to unlock the boss teleport. Yeah, <laughs> and then. And then find an upgrade out the or two because the teleport is kind of weird. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that's that's the gist. You have a mini boss fight. You, you you're like fighting what another hunter that's trying. Yeah, the, the hunter is like your mini boss. Yeah, and the hunter is usually the mini boss or something else random. And then you go on and fight the boss. You beat the boss. You get the wow. What was the octolith? These eight rune space things that you have to find um and then you have to leave the planet before it explodes <laughs> there's always a bomb it it's really <laughs> <coughs> there is always a reason for it to explode i remember even like there's one that you go in and if you do your scanner on your visor mm-hmm. to read the information on things it tells you like this is a giant cooled system um to keep everything from overheating yeah and you're just like that's how it's gonna explode right like that's gonna be there's the the ship is overheating or something and we have to run and it explodes and then we're gonna come back to the same ship later that exploded right it just i mean it did go and off but like everything now. turned out to be made out of like vibranium or some shit <laughs> just, you watch yeah, it explode fine. as you flew away yeah all the all the mobs have regenerated like everything's fine the ecosystem's cool. totally back in order yep. yeah rebuilt no just problem. the way that it was just like the death star it's fucking that was pretty funny <laughs> so it's, it's a little dry as far I, as i got really burnt design yeah no that's fair it's it is pretty simplistic i and from what from what i could tell as far as reviews go that was always the secondary grievance if you will from the community um because again over what like over excuse me overall pretty well received um two main critiques the one we just discussed obviously being the not much variance between your locations and what you're doing i mean enemy designs are still pretty okay but most things are a reskin it's like oh this one's this color which means you have to shoot it with this color laser 
that you required earlier. And yes, yeah, those are the main mechanics. Other than like certain doors have to be unlocked with certain weapons, but also same principle. Same principle. Um, but just the control, the control style. I think the control scheme in having to use the touch was the the main the main grievance. I didn't mind that at all. I I didn't really either. I also played the entire thing on PC as opposed to actually playing it so on the So you didn't even actually experience playing a touch screen. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I had the experience in general just because, you know, we've played other, like, yeah, 3 FPS yeah, games. FPS. So I would actually disagree with you there. Um, the fluidity of this, the speed in which you move, mm-hmm. and you can jump, and you're in this, like, hand and not hand-to-hand, but, like, gun-to-gun combat. Yeah. Jumping around, shooting at each other. It's... It felt way better than uh, Dimensium did. I, I don't disagree. It's very uh, it's very responsive. I did load it up on DS at least enough just to get a feel for how right. it performed. Yeah, I didn't. I did fuck all while I was in there, but yeah, super responsive. Um, actually, I did read at one point that the game was delayed additionally merely because the developers were like, "Hey." Uh, uh, FPS kind of sucks, and we wanted to be like pretty consistent, and so they put in a, a bunch of work to improve it by doing I don't know whatever. And well, I, mean, I think it shows when you skin it up or when you use a graphic, whatever that's called, when mm-hmm. you use the emulator to make it look what it like. You're using anti-aliasing or what have you. Oh yeah, on on the emu- the PC emulator yeah. version, it looks insane. It looks so good and. So you have to kind of think in your head that like that's the game looks that good. Mm-hmm. It's just the limitation of the hardware, yeah, stopping it no, from looking that true. good. So I can totally see how once you played it on PC, you don't want to play it on something else. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a struggle for me, and it was something I was thinking of too because I was like, well, I know like if I do it, I'm gonna be hooked on this, and I'm not gonna want to intentionally downgrade, which is in fact exactly what happened. But uh, I will say, the I couldn't find a way in an emulator to adjust it so that way if I took my pointer out of the screen emulation area for it to still be tracking input. And when, I mean, this game, I really fully expected this game to kind of pull back a little bit, especially on like enemy movement and how much tracking is going to be required because it's a t- handheld title. Right. Nah. Fuck you. These things will go right behind you, like, no yeah. problem. And you have to do, like, yeah, 180s and shit all the time. So You're cool. tracking up and down. Yeah, dude, it's it's actually... I, I was impressed, because I really expected it to be a little too easy. But I was I was getting trounced, because I would just run my, my mouse over and then be out of the zone. And I had yeah. to, you know, constantly pick up my mouse and reset. Um, and so I think that's definitely where playing on PC hurt me, because that was... Especially some of those boss fights. Fuck. Yeah. Those are, you had to be pretty precise. Yeah. That, there's a lot that of first one. That very first one was the hardest one Remind for me, me to do. Remind me of the first one. It's the... I forget what it's called, it's but it's that column. It's not the eyeball one. Is it the column eyeball one that shoots at you? Yeah, it's the column. It's got made of several sections They like their eyeballs, don't they? they do. There's a lot of fucking <laughs> there's eyeballs. There's a lot of eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean... I always go back and think of Zelda. Zelda has a lot of eyeball, lot of eyeball weakness or like weak too. spots. Yeah. And I think a lot of games do that. Like if you just <laughs> if you just kind of think back at all, 
Like I'm not eyeballs, even thinking about man. just like it as a weak spot, but just like they're there a lot. They're there a lot. They have a large presence. That's true. Um, the boss fights, though, speaking of which, were like mm. so cool because I found myself rather bored, um, intrigued, instantly intrigued by the Metroid Prime series. Yeah. I've always had an intrigue in Metroid Castlevania once it becomes a Metroidvania mm-hmm. type series. Yeah, absolutely. I like I always like the idea of backtracking, but then when I start to play it, like I've started playing a lot of Metroid games, and this is the one that I've got the farthest in, and I think I got maybe halfway through it. Yeah, I think so. Um So what I found in this one was that the limitation being the hardware, and I don't think the game. I haven't played another Metroid Prime game, so I can't say. Yeah. But I've learned about another Metroid Prime game. You don't get your spots as mixed up. Like there's probably more detail. Like in terms of figuring out where you have to go to remember, like no, not even necessarily figuring it out. But once you're backtracking, not getting lost. Sure. Because in this one. You can only do so much to change up your walls. And I imagine with the first-person shooter, where there is that much action going on, Mm -hmm. you have to have some small-ass corridors that you're going through that are just really repetitive. Yeah. Because we talked about earlier, there's the one spot where it's when you first get your morph ball. So it's on the first level. Oh, yeah. I mean, you go into the morph ball, you go underground, you come out on the other side that looks literally exactly the exactly same. the yeah. same as the one that you just came out of, and I don't know if that was intentionally to confuse you or if it's because of limitations. I I definitely when I first came up to that spot, I later looking at the map, I realized it it was this it was like a space station, right? Yeah, and it has like this giant ring, ring. that goes all the way around it. Yeah, and you're in that like ring corridor. And it's broken up into quarters with, like, primary exits in each cardinal direction. And I think that exact spot you're talking about where you use the morph, morph ball, there's, like, shit caved in or whatever. You can't walk over. You have to go under oh, it. Oh, was that the case? And I got I, – I did get turned around. And I spent oh, – I, I spent a – I did I, 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 Yeah, I backtracked through everything to try to figure out where I was going. I was like, I can't go anywhere else. I eventually looked it up, and it was just, like – of course, it was like half a sentence where it was like, after doing this, go here. And I was like, I did. Where? Figure out. Yeah. And when you're reading the, the, I don't know which, here's a question for you. Mm. When you're going for playthroughs, where do you go? Uh, what do you mean? Do you have a dedicated site for playthroughs? Like not playthroughs. Oh, oh the, like, like the walkthroughs. Yeah, walkthroughs. Sorry. No, walk-throughs. I usually just look up title game and platform, especially now for for the NDS, just because there's a lot of repeat titles right. across. But um, and then walkthrough, and then usually I'll just go for. Well, if they're like, are if there's one result, the one result. Um, but I usually don't go to any like. Uh, I don't know, like Game FAQ. Like, I, like <laughs> I wouldn't go to Game FAQ just because, I don't know, it feels too mainstream for me. What? I don't know. So Game I, FAQ, I, go, like, I for feel obscure. the exact opposite. Really? I'm going for Game FAQ because it's not the mainstream. It's GameFAQ.org, isn't it? Or .net. It's not even .com. Shit, I don't know. And it's old as fuck. I've been using GameFAQ. It is old as fuck. For, it's the site that I've been using the longest for video games. 
You go onto IGNs, and I guarantee there's gonna be fucking pop ups. Oh, dude. And like I oh, and there's on. like there's always screenshots. I'm definitely I'm definitely getting IGN and Game Facts backwards. Okay. Because I, I I was thinking like yeah three letter acronym fuck that site, and then my brain's like yeah game FAQ. 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 I've never said game FAQ in my life. Game Facts. It's Game Facts. But. So I was, you Jesus. know, so I was so old when I finally put together. It's game frequently, frequently asked. It's not yeah, game yeah, facts. yeah. It's, it's game, not game. It probably is games FAQ. You're probably everyone is probably right, and I'm probably wrong. But in my head, it's game facts. Dude, it wouldn't it wouldn't it's be an episode of Pocket Cast if I didn't fuck up at an acronym like that. Literally, I think I've done it every fucking episode. I don't think you're fucking it up. I think you're doing it right. Well, no, I got them mixed up because of the acronym and oh. then I said, I don't like this and you then it sparked like the whole thing because I would agree with you. It is old as fuck. And yeah. It was like, it's my, it's my shit. old Not faithful. Really, but, well, yeah. and I find there to be something, maybe it's nostalgia. Maybe it's a feeling of what retro gaming, retro music, whatever, you know, using dead or dying media, yeah. the attraction of that is, is time transport a little bit. Sure. So I will find, like, the one I used for this game was from 2006. Fuck yeah. And because when you're going through, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're going through Game Facts, beside the mm-hmm. walkthrough, it says who it's by and the date that it was published. Yeah. And so I'll go for that, like, the one that was published the oldest and still has like it's one of the higher rated ones right Mm -hmm. this game reading through facts like the walkthrough of it excuse me walk reading the walkthrough of it yeah 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 is the most confusing fucking thing (laughs) because also what i didn't realize until looking into this walkthrough at one point which is a ways into the game actually it's there's so much lore. No, oh, there's so much there's fucking so lore. There's so much lore all over. If you just turn your fucking visor on to oh, the scanner, which so I much wasn't shit. doing, there's oh, so much yeah. information that tells you what you should be doing if you just follow along. Dude, scanner lore is the reason to play these games. And I see, honestly. and like, I'm like, oh, I missed out. I oh. fucking, so I almost wanted to go through and read, read the walkthrough. Oh, just sure. Just to get the lore. You know, that's what I'm going to start reading to go to bed is walkthroughs for games just to get the just lore to, out of Yeah, the just game. to get the lore out of them. Hell yeah. Well, and there's something to be said for a text-based game fag walkthrough. For some reason, my brain, probably just because this is how I used to do it, and this is probably how you used to be have to do it. Yeah. You know, you couldn't go there. You could maybe go into YouTube and find parts it in so many parts of someone playing through it. But even then... When I was in like middle school, high school, because I've been using Game Facts forever, oh, yeah, you know, like forever. So back then, it was like this is the way to find out how to fucking get through the game. So it's how my brain computes. If I'm watching someone play through, I'm gonna keep skipping around the video trying to get to exactly where I am. Oh yeah, and you'll you'll miss the one corridor or something, and then you're still like, what the, what the fuck, fuck, dude? I'm still so confused because I refuse to watch. Frame by frame, a whole video. <laughs> what you gotta do is put on two x speed. I will just you read still, it. you still gotta I'll just read it. Oh yeah, honestly though, because for some reason that's the only time I pull up the video is if the game fact reading sheet it is, is like so it's confusing. like just go here, and I'm like okay, but here is where I like I know it's in this area, but I cannot find it. Or when it's like 
for the maze, you're going to need to take a, and that's just a paragraph. Oh yeah, after the fifth left, turn, right, you're like up, uh, up, uh, right, uh, left, and you're already halfway into it. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah, that shit's rough. Dude. Nope, I'm gonna have to use a video. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, I don't think this game was too far off the mark visually. I think they did a good job, and I'm assuming the repetition between the areas. Because they, they do mix up your areas a little bit, and you get some pretty sweet biome entry, like like the places where your ship lands. Mm-hmm. There's a vast difference between those zones, and I, and I want to say that that's probably where you get the most spanning shots of areas, like where you have the larger load zones, where you can just see. There's not much to do in those areas, typically, except like go in to the level. But I mean, it's it's something to look at, and uh, well, but and wherever, once you get in, it's a lot of the same. Wherever you end up, um, wherever you end up battling the mini boss, the other hunter, yeah, that's usually a bigger area. Too. Those are usually some big spots. And yeah, it's fun to play, and it's cool to see the open space. Yeah, they do some they do some cool stuff within the levels, and like as far as like arenas go for for staging those fights. They are pretty sizable, and it's and it's pretty impressive. And it reminds me because when we were playing, um, shit, you said it earlier, um, Dementium. Dementium, thank you, Dementium the Ward. They had that grainy, like the darkness was insane because it yes. would limit your visibility so far. But then we got the flashlight, and they're like, "Holy shit, it's so clean and crispy, and you can see forever." And I remember wanting to see what that would look like. Where you could, like, what's the draw distance? Like, how far can we realistically do this? And, in like, how big of an area can we have? And I remember that one fight. It was the butcher. Yeah. yeah. Where you chase, he chases you around, and there's, like, two large, like, column pillar yep. things. Yeah. And that's a pretty good-sized room. The roof is quite tall, but even then, it's not that tall. But, but it still felt really size. closed off and like it, like a choking environment, and I think that was intentional. Yes, but like these rooms, in they contrast, they feel big because and they open. feel tall. Like you can jump, you can jump quite a distance, jump on top of things, and there's yeah. still space above you. Well, and it does a good job of preserving that like arena pacing as far as like movement speed and yeah. like aerial strafing and being yeah. able to like move around you know in a mid jump that was super and your fun. jumps are pretty lofty as well like if you think about it it's it's a pretty it's a pretty hefty jump it is every time i thought i couldn't make a jump i could yeah yeah absolutely. it's not bad did you feel did you figure out you can air jump if you fall so if you fall off a ledge you can then jump in the air like like you huh. otherwise would be able to do with a double jump sure no, i didn't I get did far not. enough to see if there's a double jump, but oh, because there's always the spin jump, right? Um, in some, I'm but trying to remember if that's in, in the first a prime ones, game. Huh? I think usually that's seen in Morph Ball for sure, like in a dash move, maybe. I'm trying to think of whether or not that's in a prime game. I don't remember outside of literally just being in Morph Ball mode, right? Maybe, and I just can't think of it. But I, well, I wouldn't definitely think, think of so. like in, be, in brawl kind or something. That's a big, that's a big move. Yeah, definitely, and it is in the two D ones as well. For sure, yeah, that's true, because that's like your aerial, like attack, and yeah, like your double jump. Oh yeah, that's right. I have a bone to pick with 
Metroid games. Oh, yeah? All Metroid games. Oh, even shit. Metroid Prime games. Okay. The doors. <laughs> the second load door? What the fuck? So, actually, you know, it's funny because I have an assumption about door load times. And I don't know if it's true, but it's something that I just figured might be the case. And I just accepted this as truth. And, like, it puts me at peace. The second door is a loading screen. So, yeah. So, every time you get into, like, there's a lot of airlock, like, sections. Yeah. Where you open a door and then there's 10 feet of hall and then another door. And that second door always takes forever screen. to That's why actually open. Because that first one, yeah, like, you're running up. It's you instant. Shoot like, it, you shoot it. You walk into comes it. comes down. It, it opens. The second door always takes forever, and so I've assumed that's a that's a loading lock. Oh, I just always thought it was just like sorts. it just refuses to respond. Yeah, it's it is annoying though because you're standing there and you always think it's not going to open, and, and like the other thing that I do, you back away and it closes on you as it's opening. Yeah, definitely, definitely that too. I always, it's a kind of a superstition type thing. I think, I don't know for sure. But the second door, I always blast, run up, put my nose on the door, and then back away five feet, and then run forward. And I think realistically, all it is is that takes enough time that the door will open, so I can still run through it as it opens and feel like I'm going fast. Because I do that same thing, and it doesn't (laughs) always work. It doesn't, no. And then you just hit it again, and you're like, what the (laughs) fuck? fuck? (laughs) I hate this fucking, why why is this game broken? And I've ran into it so many times, because it happens in the 2D games, too. Yeah. Oh, does it really? Yeah. Because my experience with Metroid doesn't really exist in the 2D space. Like, a little bit, but not much. No, it's in both, man. That's and so I always was like, I, I, get, I, get, I kind of understand it just being like, like older game and just having a hitbox issue or something. But Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Jesus. You know, I'm... <laughs> Did you just Jack's slam his head on that? Um, yeah, I think he just... He's like, I, think he's, I think he smacked his... Little mouse toy under there, and then just smoked the door with all. Ran right yeah. into it. Give it back. It's mine. This I I will say I, I really enjoyed this game. I really liked this game. It was a lot of fun. There definitely was a lot going on, and I think I definitely feel the critique about the doors. Well, the doors, but that's <laughs> that's a generational thing. That's, that's you know that's a or that's a just a lifetime not, dude. thing. I bet that they come out with a new Metroid Prime and it's still got these shitty doors. I think the most recent one was the uh, Dread Prime Three Corruption. The most recent one would was be Dread Dread Prime Dread. It's two D. Is yeah, it Dread? Is that the most recent one? Yeah, I think I that's that the only. Dread. Is that the only two D Prime? Because that's the prime. newer. Sorry, like, it's the, not a Prime one. It's oh, just it's not a Metroid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, I haven't played that one either. I would like to, but it's it's Nintendo title, so it's you know forever seventy dollars. Yeah, it'll be seventy dollars for the next four years. Yeah, yeah. Long live the breed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. This game. The spaces aren't huge. It's one of the things I remember blowing me away, the first time I played Prime on the GameCube, just Prime. It was so cool, dude. I and there's so that. much shit to scan because you've got flora, you've got fauna, you've got all the enemies, of course, all the different technologies, and then just the lore itself. But everything was 
everything was those first rooms that you hit in each area that's like here's the planet or here's the space station and so you get a lot extra to look at and it's cool and then it's like well here's a bunch of corridors and then a big room and then a bunch of corridors and a big room you said that's prime prime is that way too um i mean inherently yes but there's just so much like each of those areas typically feel like big big and like a lot to offer um like you look at a lot of planets that have a lot of outdoor space you know or there's just a lot of there's a lot of variety i feel like and the level design in general was a lot less i guess basic um because the the map system you'll see in here did you spend much time looking at the map a little bit it is kind of confusing at first it is kind of confusing and it takes some getting used to but once you figure it out how it works, it is, I think, some of the best mapping in any game. Because it does really well at giving you directions and showing you exactly where things are in like a 3D model. Navigating it is cumbersome at times. And I think for people not used to it, it feels really hard to figure out and get your bearings and realize what you can do with it. Because the reason that it is difficult is that you know, most of your maps that you're looking at are a 2D map. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one is like a hologram of fuck. a 3D. So the map in Prime ends up like it's gonna be uh, huge. the main area ends up being like the whole game. And it is ridiculously large. That is something I love about Metroidvania type games. I remember the uh, Castlevania game that I played. Uh, I don't remember which one. Yeah. Aria of Sorrow, I think it was, or something like that. That sounds right, yeah. But I remember the map progressing and just, like, getting bigger and bigger. And, and like, holy shit, this is connected. huge. Like, it's, you're yeah, always, it's all connected. It's all a big connected map. It's all one level. Yeah, and it, it, it has that same type of progression where it's just, like, a zone or an area or a spot that you can't get to quite yet for whatever yeah. reason. And it's usually pretty apparent. And the next thing you know... It branches off. Oh, and it's its own whole, whole fucking like, thing. What yeah. What the fuck? There's a town over here in this mm-hmm. in this building. <laughs> yeah, I it, it and it's it's very well done. And I think you couple that with the lore, and going back and exploring each new place. You're like, oh, it was all the way over here, and you're like, that's kind of a bitch to get to, maybe. But then you get there, and it's its own whole thing, and you get all this other lore, and you're like, holy shit, this all is part of the same place. And I really liked that. The ship or like the planet system in this game where you fly to other dis- places. It's like disconnected. Yeah, it is disconnected. That's how um, Prime 3 Corruption was. Okay. Um, but I don't it didn't like it as feel... much. This, I think because everything was so short and quick, which is a downside, I think, because mm-hmm. I think realistically, I mean, you could probably chunk through this in maybe 10 hours. And that's if you're taking your time. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I, it did not take me long. I didn't. No. I put a decent amount of time in to get the 50 hours or the 50%, but yeah, not a ton. No, it, it's it's once once you get a feel for it, like I'm always really cautious and almost like kind of scared when I play a new game until I get comfortable with the mechanics. And, and once I kind of have it figured out, I'm a lot less timid and I'll just I'll punch shit in the face and i'll just kind of push forward unapologetically and so once you get a feel for that you can start ripping through places because you're like oh can't go through that door don't give a shit you're like 
at the beginning, you're like, oh, got to read all the text. Can I open this door? And you're like, nope, now that nope. I know how this works, I don't have that color yet. <laughs> Move yep. on. And you're just ripping through places, killing shit. Um, so you can work through it pretty quickly. And I think as, as that's a downside, plus the simplicity of the map design is a downside. But take those two together, and it works, I think, a lot better than if they drew it out. Yeah, that's fair. Know? Because also... There is multiplayer. It was a Wi-Fi compatible multiplayer. That was pretty good. Yes, I would. I think that that was. We have talked about <laughs> a few games now. Mm-hmm. Of being like, we're gonna get together and we're gonna play multiplayer. Absolutely. And we have this was the one where we still haven't done that. And, but man, we should have because I just doing the battles with against the other hunters that are. It's pretty crazy. They're fun, and then you can see how this would be fun one v one. For 1v4, like, you know, oh, everyone yeah. versus everyone with a four-player online, that would be a great time. And Dude, so, there were some YouTube videos of people putting up clips, uh, like, in 2022. Well, when we were driving, or what were we doing? Yeah, we were driving somewhere, and I was looking. There's a list you can go online because there is a way to take your DS, and you can still get online. Oh, you can, like, emulate the Wi-Fi bit. Well, it's not emulating right? it. You're just you're just changing your connect where the Wi-Fi is connecting to to like private servers. Oh sure, yeah. And so they have private servers now for this game, and it seems like it's still got some active people playing it. Dude, fuck yeah! And so we should still give that a shot. Yeah, I think that sounds Maybe. like a great time. Yeah, I'm down to do it. We'll see if we do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> not committing to it, but it would be cool. Yeah, zero fucking promises. You Subscribe can, to our Patreon, and, and, and I might give you like a mild more promises. Yeah, know. pay for uh, your pay for the promise. <laughs> I almost hope nobody subscribes, and then I don't feel obligated to make promises. Because if I make a promise, immediately I'm gonna be like, I don't want to do this. We don't have a, we don't have a Patreon. You don't have to worry about it. Oh, that's right. Thank God. <laughs> subscribe anyway. Please like and subscribe. Uh, what I was saying though was that you can imagine though that. That was a fun little nice thing to have for when I'm on a road trip or something or on the bus oh, yeah. or what have you. But the real selling point, I think, would have been playing this online. You know, that's where I would have put my hours in a ton if I would have played this back in the day. Oh, dude, for sure. Especially since there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of... Well, no, because I think you have you definitely have Call of Duty... Yeah, but not point. because I'm no, no, no. Because but even still, yeah, this I mean, would have on been huge. other things, and I think it was sure. pretty big. But as far as DS goes, yeah, if all you have is a DS, if you're a little poor boy like me, and sure, you're just playing on your, your whatever Wi-Fi connection you can, so I can be playing online too. Then this is your only FPS because I know, yeah, Call of Duty did come out for it, but I bet oh, this came true. out first. Maybe and and between the two, I'll tell you which one I would be playing. Yeah, and it's not for Call of sure. Duty because honestly, the Call of Duty ones were kind of ass. Yeah, and then you get into morph ball fights with your buddies. Oh, dude, do that in Call of Duty, they, and they set it up really cool because those those mini boss characters we were talking about the the other hunters. Um, so, how much of the story did you pick up on? None of it. I didn't know there was. <laughs> I really didn't know there There's... was anything more to, because I was kind of. Like, I understood the idea that, like, sure. I'm trying to get these artifacts before these other guys do. Okay, yeah. That's, that's the general gist, right? Yeah, I did. Because, like I said, I didn't realize you could be scanning and picking up lore and shit. Yeah, that's fair. So, 
and this is a pretty recur- like common recurring theme of story as far as the Metroid Prime games and and possibly Metroid in general. I don't know, but Samus is bounty hunter, part of the Federation, right? Sure. And lo and behold, you have this ancient, like peaceful race of really intelligent, knowledgeable, like t- nearly transcendent creatures, and then you know hard times befall them, and then they're like they they just disappear. And they're like, woo, we're gone. We don't exist anymore. And they left behind these clues and they sealed away the evil. And now the evil's returning in whatever form. And you have to follow the trail and, you know, figure it out, save the day. And that's that seems to be the gist of Metroid Prime in general. <laughs> and that is exactly what happened here. Some comet hit a planet and this big fucking thing came out of it for some reason. And then it was fucking shit up, and they were like, oh my god, we're all dying. Uh, and then they are like, we sealed it away, put it on a ship, and put it in the void realm. And then they basically locked the void realm with those octoliths, and that's what you're collecting to unlock it for some reason. I don't know why you wouldn't let it stay in the void realm or whatever, because it sounds like it's doing fuck all out there, but I don't know. Anyway, sorry. That's what you're doing. So they put out this broadcast telling everybody, like, hey, come find the One Piece in space. And so Samus is like, oh, I'm on my way, as are all these other fuckos. So the other bounty hunters that you come across are these guys. But instead of having a dope-ass suit that allows you to suck out their essence and absorb their abilities, they can only have one ability at a time. You kill them, you gain their ability, now you can open more doors. You're, you're gaining their ability. I didn't even. Th- I didn't even put that together. Basically, if they have an ability, you usually get to acquire it at some point, whether you defeat them and get it, or, or pick it, it up later, later or on. Yeah. The, oh, I mean, it does make sense because it's like color. Because your enemies are color coded. Yeah. So what were you saying that was cool about that? Like with multiplayer. Oh, so yeah. So when you're in multiplayer, you have you get to choose who to fight as, and you could be Samus or any of these bounty hunters. And then I think it's very arena style in that you find the, the items on on the map and you can use any of the guns or, or type cannon types, oh, if you will, I yeah. think. Or they're tied to the character you play as. Not 100% sure. But I know that the multiplayer had a unique HUD for each of the different player types. So if you loaded in as one of these hunters, you'd have this reskinned HUD mm. and reticle and shit. And they're all sick as fuck. So it, that is kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. But I guess I guess they put a shitload of time into making multiplayer work and work really well. And I didn't play it, obviously. But obviously. I, did, I did watch quite a bit of gameplay online. If you say obviously, I know, but I'm so jealous because you have the Wi-Fi. Because when you're doing the Wi-Fi, you have to set it up for... W what is it? Oh, WAP what is it? WPA WPA two probably or WPA yeah. or WPA two yeah yeah and my net can't set up for WA oh really yeah WPA two yeah damn yeah so I bet it would work on the emulator that's what I was thinking about dude. yeah yeah that would be really fun that is yeah we we do, we definitely should try it but yeah I don't know I, I had a lot of fun playing it it was. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was it was uh it was nice to see them still do I think as much as they did with the DS. Yeah. Again, I think a lot of times it's a very unassuming platform and then you get some sweet fucking little gems that are 
you're like, damn, this is a fucking, this is a game. Yeah. We're this gaming is a on this full thing. fucking game. Because, and I did get that exact feeling of the type. I've always wondered about Prime games. Mm-hmm. And it felt like what I thought a Prime game would feel like. The, the yeah. visor, you, it's a very immersive. You can tell that these games are very immersive because it's just mm-hmm. even the visor and how you've got those outlines on them. Yeah. And this one, the way that you were moving around and the, it felt you're moving her arm with the fucking cannon on it. Yeah. Just and, the little, like the little animations and just the, like the, the hue of everything. Cause you're looking through your visor or, yeah, or exactly. whatever the case it's. Yeah. No, they do a really good job. And all I can say is the other Prime games do it much better. Yeah, I can And imagine. it's very immersive, like you said. But, no, this one's still still big pimpy. I, I liked it a lot. I'll say to your point, like, something about the pushing the DS to its limits, seeing what you can get to work on it, mm-hmm. it is cool. I feel like we've played quite a few games like that, and I'm, like there's a part of me that wants to play something that's not pushing it to its limits. You mean like something shitty or just super simple? Something simple. Like, you know, like when you're talking instead of polygons, if they do pixels and more, because we've been playing a lot of polygon, I feel like base games and I could be wrong. I know I'm wrong because we've done SNK fighters recently. Yeah, that's true. We have like that, you know, guilty gear, but it is fun too to see the DS, what it can do with the sprite work, mm-hmm. where it's not just totally like, oh my god, I can't believe this is running this, but you just go, man, this looks good. This looks good, yeah, yeah. No, they, did, yeah, no, it is a, and maybe I'm it's just constantly line, like, you know, yeah, no, because I don't disagree. When you push a system to its limits, when you push film to its limits at its time mm-hmm. when you look back at the 10 years later mm-hmm. yeah it looks kind of shitty it usually looks shittier than something that stayed within its reins yeah, you this know is right it had a lot more restraint mm-hmm. and then those things end up looking a bit better a good example would be like the sandlot yeah sure you yeah know, absolutely the, the whole reason behind why they did it in the 50s or 60s whatever it is mm-hmm the there's a gr- film like kind of a graininess to it it was because and it was it's a 90s film and it's because they knew that it would make it a timeless film because when you look oh, at that movie sure. you don't think it's a 90s movie no it just it just holds itself yeah it just, it's, it's, it's just nearly timeless in that been. effect yeah yeah, yeah I, I feel like we hit a lot of these like because i don't think we've hit anything that's like choppy or like just is dog shit in a performance way although we've played games with shitty control mechanics or like tank controls and stuff like that sure but it doesn't feel like it's because they overdevelop something or they're exceeding the capabilities of the engine or the or the device itself and i'd say that when they do we are pretty forgiving of it (laughs) we are we're very thoughtful considerate Nice. We're nice guys. We're really considerate. We are. Can that be our tagline? We're nice guys. We're the nice guys. (laughs) (laughs) We had an episode about (laughs) Jankum. You know, listening back through that episode, 
I didn't really think we had talked about it that much. <laughs> it's like half of the episode. It is, yeah, it's like half the episode. <laughs> yeah. What a classic. Uh, I had the same I can't wait for classes. that to come bite me in the ass when I'm running for office. Y- yeah, if you're running for office, that's, <laughs> the, oh, yeah. that's the least of your worries. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe maybe I'll be brought on for my colorful background. I like as that. A, as a... Uh, uh, not a minority hire, but like a... The, <laughs> diversity hire. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> My eyes just went. <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> like, oh, shit. We're about to get demonetized. <laughs> and canceled. Man, I thought I wasn't going to have anything to edit. <laughs> no, I had a fun time with this one. I'll, I'll add it definitely to the list that if I do ever go back and play some of these games again, I'll add it to the list of games that I want to go back and play again. Yeah, yeah I feel you. It's a good one. And honestly, again, it wouldn't take that long to finish, I don't think. No, it really wouldn't. I uh, I think I think I was telling you about it earlier, but I saw a speed run on YouTube. It's a 100% all scans, no damage speed run, and it's like two hours long. And uh, it's glitchless, I take it? Like, it, Yeah, it's yeah, it's like all vanilla. And I think he's even playing it on the DS itself. Um, I couldn't get exact confirmation, but it somebody he was streaming it and somebody in his chat had asked if he's playing on pc and he started answering with no and then trailed off and got interrupted or sidetracked and then never went back to it and i wasn't about to watch the whole fucking thing (laughs) so presumably he played it on the ds he may have played it like on a 3ds scale down if that's a possibility i don't know can you do that? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't. If it is, I would like to know how to. If you're yeah, listening to fat. this podcast, we always ask that you reach out, tell us what game to play, and all that shit, and you don't, and that's fine. Yeah. But if you know how to scale down on the 3DS, please tell me. Please. Yeah. Send us, send Fletcher a fax, please. My L button doesn't work on oh, my regular really? DS, and so I have to play a lot of things on the 3DS, and it just doesn't look as good. It doesn't. So should we do? Do we need to do a little surgery with your DS? I am so I'll afraid take it apart. to do that. I, have, I feel you. I'm scared to do. I that. think I even have. That's my baby, man. Special bits to open it up. Oh really? Yeah. Nintendo's got their own proprietary fucking bullshit. Yeah, and you do have that, huh? I think I do. Yeah. Man, we might have to do that. Because it could be either. It could be like a shitty solder. It could be that the, like be the clip on the button's broken. Replaced. Yeah, yeah that would be cheap. Or we could print one. Probably. Either way, it's going to be cheap. The parts are cheap. I've looked at the yeah, parts. Yeah, it ain't. It ain't know, expensive. It, They're yeah. all. They might be injection molded. I bet I could even cheaply send it off to have it fixed. Yeah, you might be able I have to. to like wait. Pay some dude on eBay. Yeah, I hate the wait though. Send send it to somebody in Indonesia over Fiverr. I bet that I bet they take care of you. I like I said, I hate the wait. It would take you eight weeks. I have no problem with the the trust. It's more of the wait <laughs> that I hate. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, bring it on over to Ed Shop. Maybe we can uh, figure it out. So if you have or, any broken DS, send it DS. our way. We'll fix it for you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's how I started my side business. Uh, we called it Ed's. Is that a joke? Yeah, Ed's EDDS. I don't know. I Repair. Don't. There we go. Sorry, I needed a more commanding description, <laughs> descriptive term in there. Ed's. Ed's repair. I like just Ed's EDDS. Why repair. two D's? Because Ed DS repair. 
Oh, oh, the I got it. I feel wow. like if you could see it in writing, you it would be more apparent. Because I would also you would do, do the, the, like, the font. Yeah, yeah assuming cool. I can't get sued into oblivion for having similar font. I bet there's a workaround. Yeah, I'll just publish my own stupid font that That's is very similar, similar but I did it myself. Yeah, it's my own, inspired by. Yeah. And then I'll charge people money to buy the font, so they can also have. And not get sued. A similar font to maybe something else that's out there. I don't know. It could be similar. I don't know. I didn't look at it beforehand. I just made my own. It font. just happened to be. Yeah. 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 Make art. Art. Boom, dude. That's sometimes. two money makers right there. Boom, boom, boom. Add that to last last episode's money maker. Yes, dude. We be balling out here. We're down to. We've already got like that's at least two or three LLCs right there. You know what else I was thinking about? Mm. So when we were looking up the Gundam kits the other day. Yeah. And you only found like the Gundams complete. Mm-hmm. They cost more than the kits cost. Like the 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 models to fully Oh, the 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 pre-made models. Yeah. So we can put together the kits and sell, and sell them. them. Yeah. Yeah, but let's think about that. I mean, maybe if we got really good at putting these and like assembly lined it, you know, and made several of the same kit at, at like the you're same talking time. like hourly wage. Yeah, dude, yeah. like like cuz well, you can just pay in to buy more kits. Oh yeah, if you're just feeding your habit, yeah. But then, you, but then you don't have any like, hey, I'll make that. That's yeah. I mean, we could save one. Like if we did like three or four of the same, yeah. Then at the same you're gonna time. end up, you're gonna end up with a little bit of leftover, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> I keep one out of every five that I yeah, make. I don't know. I hate that too. I don't want to hold on to them. But I guess I also probably wouldn't want duplicates of the same model for right. myself. But I also wouldn't want to make the same model twice. Yeah, that's well. That's why I was saying you do them all the same time. So you like you cut the same part four times. Put the same part on four times. Next part. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's tedious one way or the other. But it just sounds like it's I, for me, it's that it, or not, not at all. It's that idea of you pay the kindergartner for the kindergartner, kindergartner, gartner for yeah, the, like for a gartner snake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those little <laughs> bastards. So you pay them for their art, and then they don't like doing the art for fun anymore. Oh, is that a thing? Did they do that in like a study or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude, I'm just sucking out the the joy of life out of kids at a young age like it's something like i don't remember what the whole thing is like you know you just tell me just draw this just draw you know just draw and they just really enjoy drawing and then you start saying i'll give you a dollar for that drawing and then you start doing that and then you say just draw i'm not going to pay you this time and they don't want to draw oh okay yeah and then they also start to lose the like it, the pleasure is gone yeah the 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 uh, art lust yeah 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 as it's commonly known as no that makes sense see i and i thought i thought the whole point of this whole thing was not that once they stopped receiving payment for it after after being paid for it they didn't want to i thought it was just that that after they were paid for it they're like i don't want to do this from you know like it removed the i mean it it's probably a little bit of both i thought it was strictly that and so in my head like you're talking and i'm also like you know back channeling like uh-huh. eight other conversations primarily being like oh yeah man once you start equating everything in your life to the dollar and just think of it as a like almost a direct or indirect barter link to value like well yeah i don't want to do this anymore yeah but, a lot of fun I mean, things lose their fun yeah but then you grow past that realizing that like y- you know yeah okay i need to have some in this barter system sure but i don't need all of it you know i can have because 
man, one thing I have noticed, I had this conversation just at, at Casey's wedding this oh, last yeah, weekend, yeah. where the more time, the more my time becomes restricted, the more hobbies I've picked up. Since having a kid, yeah. I've picked up more hobbies. We started doing the podcast. Uh-huh. You know? I have recently we both picked up Gundam kits like we were talking oh, about. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's just always constantly and you know, sitting down and playing video games fun. Yeah. Sometimes I can't sit down and play a video game for fun unless it's a DS game for the podcast. Yeah. In which case it is still fun because still we are fun. doing this for fun. And then that's But fun. like having that sense of almost purpose. Yeah, purpose and like there's an, a, definitely an accountability factor because like I'm like if I don't play this game then like what am I gonna do like sit down to record a podcast and be like I didn't play this game at all <clears throat> like you know when we did we've done that but then we end up, every time we do that we talk about the game for the whole podcast yeah you know I it's such a funny point to come back to I feel like the, the episodes that we rarely deviate from the game end up being the games that we liked the least not always of course but we do a pretty good job of that. Like, yeah. uh, what was the the Dust Fighters, Dusty Dust, dust yeah, Fighters? Yeah, the one the that we just recorded. Guilty Gear game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that yeah. one, for a game that we didn't really play at all, besides, you know, the Jinkum business yeah. uh, conversation that we had. No, We I talked about that game quite a bit. We kind of. We talked about <laughs> we talked about the uh, idea of the game and like the series itself. The game I think. sucked. Yeah, yeah. Our last episode is not a good example of that. But yeah, maybe not. You know, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's we, we, we usually, mostly do. I'd we say do we really good do. at podcast. We is best pots. Yeah, we we good casters. Good potters on the talk. It's, <laughs> now that we've tanked all all of our credibility <clears throat> now that no one's listening anymore <laughs> now we can talk about the real shit <laughs> rule 34 samus <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i uh spent some time on that as a child oh oh yeah dude the blue suit the blue the suit was changer. handcrafted for 13-year-old boys. <laughs> Absolutely. Swear to God. And have you seen that video where it's talking about hiring Samus on? And it's like, you know, you're going to be the protagonist of this video game. You're not going to be... They're hiring Samus. Mm-hmm. Right. Know, right. And like, you're not going to be the princess that's getting kidnapped you're not going to be taken by any donkeys or giant lizards. <laughs> you're going to be the one killing the giant yeah, lizards. Yeah, you're going to be shit-stomping space pirates. Uh, and so they're, and she's like, yeah, it would be like a like female empowerment thing. And they're like, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and they kind of go into it, and they're like, so, and then you're going to be in the suit of armor the whole time, so no one's even going to know. Like, you're going to look buff, you know? like no, Yeah, you know, sick power armor. No one's oh, going to yeah. be able to tell if, if it's a man or a woman. At the very end, boom, we're gonna blast him with the surprise that you are a woman. She's like, All right, all right, cool, yeah, I can I can get with that. And I'm like, yeah, and if you beat the game on the hardest difficulty They're <laughs> 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 so gonna play as you with your bazongas <laughs> Yeah, your fucking absolute proto cannons. Oh Jesus Christ. Shit always cracks me up, dude. And the suits 
The suits are huge. Dude, they're so they're so close to having like honestly, it is like close to having a really early progressive female character. Not really early. Really I mean, it's, early it's definitely as far as not video about, games go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's definitely not about that. But then when you come into the the, the melee, it's not melee, it's a brawl. Super Smash Brothers brawl. Right? Oh, yeah. Where that blue suit comes yeah, in. Yeah, you can play as, uh, as the zero, zero, suit. zero suit Samus. Yeah. yeah. Well, that wasn't even from a game at that point, was it? Man, I'm not married enough to the history of Metroid to know. I, I want to say that there were, like, strictly Metroid titles that had Zero Suit Samus. There's Metroid Zero Mission. Maybe it comes from that a little was, bit. Wasn't that like a Splinter Cell Metroid clone? Where you're Zero Suit Samus and it's more stealthy? No? Am I making this up? <laughs> yeah, dude. Probably. I don't think that game exists. Um, I would there's like no way I could trademark it or cool. anything. Because it's sick. literally a Metroid. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, I would like to retain some credit for it if anybody you know, picks that up and whatever. While we're talking about ideas like this. Yeah. Totally off subject. Hell yeah. Let me get a drink of water here. Take a drink of water. I'm, I'm going to hit two babes today. at the same time. <clears throat> I was mowing the yard today, and I had this idea cross my mind. I, I think about stories, what would be good story ideas, mm-hmm. you know, while I'm doing yard chores. Fuck yeah. And I had this idea about the idea. <laughs> this idea about the idea. I love it. I had this idea of if we have this TV show would probably be a Netflix. Netflix kind of okay. uh, the hundred kind okay. of feeling okay it. you got space travel is pretty becoming commercial in the sense of like industrial sure we've got Com- an, a little bit more commonplace and so now what's going on is that in order to justify the government spending all of this money we're sending out we've got drilling contracts all these things sure and honestly it's not paying off uh-huh. And so what they do is a second Homestead Act, the new Homestead Act uh-huh. of sending people, you know, we'll, we've got multiple ships that are sending off to these different locales where they have these work zones. We need workers out here and building homes, building this land, you know, they make this whole spiel about it. But in all reality, sure. it's like find a way to justify this money this money lost because what's going to happen is not very many people are going to sign up for this, but we're going to say more did and then they died. And so that's where the money went was to them like getting on the planet and getting started. Okay. And so now we have an excuse to say where all this extra funds went that we put to the drilling and all this shit. Sure. That didn't pay off. Okay. So then they're sending these people out we're doing this homestead act and they're in there this whole idea of like fuck yeah i do we're yeah. on the frontier there's a whole like, bunch of us and we're gonna do this <laughs> also earth is pretty well dying we have like tapped it of its resources type thing sure um people are there's just not money to go around so people are hopping on this as like there's also a deal of well you're out there and working we will send money back like you'll be sending money back for your family because obviously money means uh, nothing out there uh, sure yeah, right yeah, yeah until you yeah until you get shit a system totally really going, going. yeah nobody gives a fuck so about we money. are promising that we're gonna like 
We'll take care of your family. All right. Those all right. funds are going to be going to your family. And this is all a huge lie. Fuck yeah. And the thing is that when you're way out in fucking space, there's no way for your family to contact you because the only way to contact you is like through a means that is controlled by the people yeah. that are doing this whole lie. And, and they're just telling this, everyone, everyone So died. you end up with like a rebellion happening up there and a rebellion happening on Earth. And like they need to find a way to like yeah. bring it together. Okay. I would yeah. watch that. Yeah. That sounds right up my fucking yeah. alley. That's my pitch. That's my Netflix pitch. You have a deal. <laughs> thank you yeah um i don't know how it ends i don't know how to but the thing about a netflix deal, show so. is that we don't have to worry about it ending it has to be one really good season and then they'll cancel it and then like no second season <laughs> kind of just starts to like really like pander off you know yeah that, that is that is a definite netflix trend here's a yeah here's a baller start to a story and then they get picked up for you know season two and they're like oh really thought that far <laughs> turns out it was all demons it was hell yeah it was hell it was actually just hell how many times dude <laughs> that's the scary Buffy. spooky background thing that we were not really putting our fingers on that's like oh what is this fucking aura that's really terrifying it's just the devil it's just satan it's just satan oh all right, I thought it's just a Christian. It was just a Christian new story now. Scary that I had never thought I, about. Dude, I would, I would totally watch that. I just started watching Foundation. No, it's a, it's, it's a space. I can't story. stand those shows. To be honest with you, which ones? The like hundred type what shows? You just. You just had a fully moderately fleshed out idea for one. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a great idea. I think it's like it would really <laughs> sell, but like I would not watch it. <laughs> Fuck. Well, you got me pegged. I would watch it. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I know my audience. I know. It, I know. So what people I mean, would eat up right now. What, what do you want from me? Like, I'm a big sci-fi fan, and like sci-fi is really taking a hit lately. I would say. <sighs> I'm not saying because sci-fi has always been kind of on the fringe of bad. You look back at some so old Star Trek, and even compared to what was coming out around the time, I could never get into Star Trek. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. There. I, I think you know you got Star Wars, of course, which is which is honestly I think right now doing some baller shit, big time baller shit. Uh, no spoilers for anyone, but if you're not watching Star Wars, you fucking should be. They're on some baller shit right now. I'm not. I want to start reading the books. I think it'd be a good way to fall asleep. Like, there's a lot of information to yeah, take in, of, you know? And I guess it's a good, like, I started reading The Hobbit as a way to fall asleep because okay. I thought the book would be kind of bad and boring. And it was not bad. It was kind of boring because of sure. how wordy it is. Yeah, Tolkien is a very illustrious, like, It was great for falling asleep. Yeah. But it was also fun to take the story in. 100%. Great story. Very embellished and descriptive. And you're not like too invested in it because like it's just like a fantasy story. Sure. And it's paced out well enough that like you're still picking up the meat when you need it, you know? Absolutely. You want a great falling asleep book that is is like that? Pillars of whatever is what you're going to say. 100%, dude. Ken Follett's Pillars of the Earth. I fucking love that book. The amount of times that this book has recommended me. Like, it's like twice. Dude, I bring it up all the twice time. Twice every two weeks, at least. This Probably, book is dude. It wouldn't, like, it wouldn't surprise. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I must have mentioned it on here before. At least one other time. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I either. mentioned it to, like, it's just, one, I did like the book. And two, aside from being some weird nerdy shit, like, I also liked running it out there because 
I think when people think of me and they're like, what kind of books does Ed read? They probably don't think, oh, he reads books about churches. <laughs> I, I, if you know Ed, you think he reads books about churches and the history of that church. Absolutely what I think. Really? Yeah, knowing you, that doesn't surprise me one bit. All right, well, whatever. I fucking love that book. I want to I wanna get through the rest of them. I, I forget how many books he wrote, but there's a few of them. And they're all big as fuck. So you can really sink your teeth into them. And they're good shit. They're good period pieces. Not a joke to follow that up. Yeah. We have been in talks of doing a podcast for a future book club we are putting together. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. I'm sure we will probably link that to here somehow. Sure. You know, we'll on plug Facebook it. or what have you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because uh, like, and so here was, here's what could happen potentially, right? Let's say that anyone who does listen to us doesn't absolutely hate listening to us. And they're like, I guess I could listen to these guys slightly more frequently. And then they listen to a different podcast that we may or may not do. No promises. And then even if like, let's say we get, a I am episodes. promising. I'm holding him to this. I am <sighs> promising that we do this. Man, my life is so busy already. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> at all i have so much going on we have another we have we have we do this every other sunday that leaves two other sundays a month to do this wait is that mean is that a podcast every weekend every weekend holy fuck that's a lot that's uh, that's a lot of commitment for ed boy it's not that much i mean I don't know. like i said i'm a busy dude and i got a lot of shit going on i got a lot of irons in the fire People who people who know me say that. <laughs> I can't. Get Ed, he's a busy dude. What you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy Ed, he's always up to something, you know. Why do you think it is that I constantly go days without showering? I'm just so busy. I went a week without showering this last time, dude. What the fuck? You are <laughs> you are a weird freak of nature, dude. I mean, I'm not saying I smelled good. I averaged four showers, three to four showers a day last week. I can never imagine that. I would be so mad. I would feel like I was wasting so much time. I would feel like Dude, okay. my skin was Check crawling. This. The fucking, the showers at the hotel, so baller, dude. Ballerific. Insanely dope water pressure. Maximum spread. Large room. Okay glass walls and shit that's what we call your mom maximum spread maximum spread that's fair like nutella (laughs) (laughs) get that max i don't want to do another jankum episode all right dude everything is a segue to jankum (sighs) we're now the jankum boys should we change the podcast name just jankum just jankum jankum ltd like just jankum just Jankum. Oh, Just but that's Jankum. got a that's got a ring to it. It does. That actually be a really good fucking something name podcast. Why not? We could sell that to Tom Green for sure. I don't think that's in his brand. Tom Green you isn't he this Tom like Green. the explain everything science guy? No. Oh, who's Tom Green? Tom Green is from Freddie Got Fingered. Uh, if you ever seen. Oh, is <laughs> he started podcasting? Like he's the, he is the godfather of it all, really. Yeah, he might he might rock that. Yeah, absolutely. We'll sell it to you um, for twelve thousand dollars. Twelve thousand dollars, Tom Green. The offer stands. Is that, is that 
Is that too much? Is it? I don't know. I think it's a fair amount. Twelve thousand dollars. Twelve thousand dollars. But fourteen thousand. Fourteen and a half thousand dollars. Twelve thousand dollars. That's that's seven two five for each of us. If I did my math right, I'm not checking it. I'm not even thinking about it anymore. I'm thinking about it, but I think that's right. Let's <laughs> <laughs> fucking let's wrap this up. What are we playing next? What we we, we already next? spun the magic wheel, and I already forgot what it was. Yeah, I did too. Honestly, this whole time I've been trying to figure out what game we are. <sighs> oh, Glory Days Two. Glory Days Two. It looks like a side-scrolling shooter. It um, looks like it. I think we'll find out. Dual screens, possibly. I mean, I would assume there's two screens. Whether or not you're doing shit on them is another. Like I don't know, but yeah, know. we'll find out. We're gonna find out. I'm and intrigued. It's hopefully, awesome. And there's plenty of content for us to talk about later. And if it's not, we're just gonna talk about Gundams because I am like halfway through my build, my first build right now. Are you now, just losing your shit on Gundams? Oh yeah, dude, for sure. That's why I mentioned dude, Custom Robo 50, Arena. I think, or fifty plus different shows. In the Gundam universe? It's insane. It's, it's crazy. I started watching that one on TV. I think it's probably one of the earlier ones. Is it like Blood Orphans? Oh, no, not Blood Orphans then. No. It's, I think it's just like Gundam. I don't remember what the fuck it was. But Did Seed and Seed Destiny. It's not man. mobile. I it's fucking... not even like, it's before Mobile Suit Gundam, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah. OG shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, dude. The and OG even shit's the pretty art good, that's too. That's really good. The voice acting isn't that yeah. bad. I'm pretty impressed by it. I got to get on Crunchyroll and. Dude, getting some getting some old school animes, man. There's some fucking baller ass ones out there. I was, and I, I love impressed. I miss the old school animation. I, I don't know if you did like a an intentionally old style anime, I think it could be good. Like in like made recently, like right. something new. Um but I don't know that I would want it to be like a remake per se. You'd want it to be something new. I think I would want it something new. Um but it would have to be pretty niche, I think. You know, like if if a bunch of them started coming out, I'd be like, guys. Like, yeah, and that's what happens. Spend so. some money, make some of that cool fighting shit that we've been watching lately, because anime is fucking lit right now. Like it is a good time to be an anime fan, right now. Like I'm not, I'm not so as current. I'm not as much of an anime fan. As dude, well. I enjoy There's it. So much I'm good not shit knocking happening. it. I just have. I just. That's don't fair. Get into it, as much. it can be overwhelming, and time consuming. Well, and just like finding it's a show so that gets you, you know, there's a yeah. there are so many shows. A lot the anime is very niche. A lot of the times, if it's not fighting, it's a niche fucking topic. There's yeah, there are a lot of like they're they're usually pretty straightforward as far as their genres go. Yeah, they, but they then finding hit, an anime that the... just like speaks to you. Yeah, you know, I feel like that's very. And I do. I've definitely broadened my horizons, and I like. I like a good amount of different genres, but even then, like you'll get the, you get the genre benders, that are pretty good. Uh, I couldn't give you a single fucking example. Oh, but, cool! I was gonna say that sounds interesting. Yeah, it just sounded like a really, I don't know, educated thing to say, cool. out loud in front of people. So that's what I said. Uh, but yeah, anime's pretty, t- pretty fucking tits right now. Get on it. Um, maybe there'll be some sick Rule 34 for Glory Days 2, and we can talk about that. <laughs> no, fuck yeah, because it looks like some like World <laughs> War some II nude, pixelated, I want some uh, sexy planes, planes and helicopters. You know there's Rule 34 fucking war planes. Dude, if it exists, I mean, it's in, it's in, the, description it's in the description of Rule 34, so there has to be. 
I'm not going to say what I was about to say out loud. Say it. I want to be recorded just, forever. It. I will edit it otherwise. If, if I no, the fuck you here. will not. Oh, yeah, I know I you better let than me that. <laughs> let me hear it. Let me have it, Ed. Come no, on. No, after I hit the, the, big, uh, the, the big black square on the thing and we're not recording anymore, I'll... I'll tell you if if I remember what I was going to say because it's already <laughs> all right. We're fucking editing this episode so I can find out what he was. Gonna <laughs> yeah, uh, subscribe on our Patreon and I'll tell you the thing that I was going to say that I won't. Like, subscribe and send us twenty fucking bucks. Hell yeah! Game on, Get paid. gamers. See you guys. <laughs>